Hey, if you are currently renting or thinking about whether or not to begin the process of purchasing a home, this podcast episode is for you. And we can all agree that housing is an essential need. And, you know, home ownership may or may not be for you in the coming year. But if you're curious, why not have the ability to make an informed decision instead of right away saying, oh, no, I can't afford it, or thinking you can only to find out that you are in way over your head with your current mortgage payments. But nevertheless, I wish for this coming year, 2022, to be the best yet for you and that you will be writing down your goals and dreams. Is owning a home your desire? Write it down, even if you feel like it's just a dream. And I'm rooting for you. And in this episode, I want to bring to you a realtor who can tell us the proper way, the right way of beginning the process of purchasing a home if you're thinking about it. And David Gonzalez, he's a realtor for Livermore Valley Real Estate, and he's got 25 years experience in both mortgage and real estate. He owned a brokerage company in Pleasanton, California for several years. He has lived in California all his life, particularly Tracy, shouting out Tracy, where I myself lived for about seven years. He loves working out and listening to music, and his favorite time of the year is the holiday season. And a fun fact about him is that his favorite movies are When Harry Met Sally and White Christmas. He truly is a wonderful person. And and I think for me, the best fun fact about David is that throughout the home buying process, he became my friend. And I am so proud to have him on this podcast and excited to share with you what he has to say regarding preparing for home buying. If that is something that is on your mind. Enjoy. Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. So David, thank you for joining me at Organized with Grace. Thank you for having me, Grace. I really appreciate it. I invited David here because I would like to provide you with some step-by-step guide to home buying, even if you're just thinking about it. And David, he has become a friend of mine during the home buying process. He helped my husband and I through it. And like I said, I brought him into here so that he can give us some, some guidance and provide us with some inside information so that, hey, we can take action if we feel that home buying is for us or not. So home buying can be stressful. I wanted him to be here to let us know what it takes to get there. And so David, let's get it started. But before that, how did you, you know, I want to ask you, how did you get into the real estate business and what keeps the passion going? Because I know you've been doing this a long time. 
I have been. I've been doing it for over 25 years. I have experience in uh, on the mortgage side, and I also have experience, of course, on the real estate side. The passion is helping people find and find the dream home. That's what I want. I mean, it's it's such a big part of their dream home. That is awesome. And like I said, it can be very stressful. And I know that with me, I did not even think that home buying was in the radar with us, but it came to life. And so I wanted to ask you a few questions so that the listener can begin to take the steps needed, even if they think that there's no way, there's no way right now, especially in here where we live in California. I want you to guide us through this. And the first question I have for you is, what really is the first step? If someone is just thinking about it, like is home buying something that I can actually pursue? The first step is actually getting pre-approved. What happens is a lot of times people, and it's been like this for many, many years, people always do the reverse. They want to go looking for the house and then get pre-approved. It's actually the opposite because you have to know what you qualify for first. If you go out and start looking at a house that's, let's say, $600,000 roughly, you could only maybe qualify for, let's say, four twenty-five dollars or you know, three seventy-five. dollars And now you're looking in a different category. Now you've like you're looking at a house that's out of the price range, but it's just it's just something that doesn't really match up with what you can qualify for. And so that's the, the most first important step. And so with the pre-approval process, like what I want to ask you next is what are the basic documents that a person would need or basic information to get to that point of get pre-approved and who is the person or the people pre-approving you? It's actually the lenders. You know, there's different forms of lending, of course. You've got the banks, which a lot of people go to. You've got other lenders, uh, mortgage companies, private investors. So you've got a lot of different other avenues of money. The main things that you need are going to be like two years of your taxes, at least two to three pay stubs, and then um, you're going to need at least two months of bank statements. And you also want to fill out the application with, with the lender. The lender requires a full application of where you work and for how long, how long you've been on, the, you know, as far as like job status and the whole, in other words, they're looking for continuous employment in the same field. They don't know you. So... The underwriter has to look at you and say, hey, you know what? We want to see the whole picture of who you are. It seems like it's a lot of process, a lot of things to get together, but it's really not. Once they put that whole thing together, you can have a pre-approval probably within a couple of hours, actually, if they can get right on it. And then you know exactly where you're at. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know exactly where you're at. Because how reliable are these apps really? Like you said, okay, let me go back to what you said. And I want to make that point to the listener because this process that you just said is the most important because it sets you up for success because you know where you are. And even it might even answer whether or not home buying is for you, right, David? I'll give you an example. I had a client one time and they came to me. They were looking to to purchase a house, but then they they don't understand that, hey, you know what? They think, okay, I make so much money. I can afford this because I'm paying this much in rent right now. But what they don't understand is, hey, I've got two car payments. I've got so many credit card bills. They don't really look at the overall picture of, of what they make and, and everything else because they don't understand it. And a lot of times, if you have those type of bills, it lowers you to a different purchasing range. It's like a lower range. You just have to kind of find out where you're at and say, hey, I need to pay off these credit card bills. I need to pay off this car. I need to. There's different things you can you can kind of do and see where you're at. So you're saying there may be some things that you need to do yourself even before trying to get pre-approved so that you have a better chance at the loan that you need or want or that dream home. Exactly. You can all attain your dream house or, well, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say dream house because people might, might look at a $4 million house. That's not going to happen. Yeah, that would be my dream house, right? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <kidding. laughs> 
but you can get into a house and it's going to be, it'll be yours. It'll be yours. And no one can say, Hey, you have to do this. Or, you know, you're not relying on someone else who owns that house. And like you were saying, you can position yourself to get into a house. You just have to have be guided and say, Hey, you know what? We need to pay this off. We need to move this, you know, there's different things you have to do. And that's the best ways is to kind of plan ahead. Yeah. And financially, that's really something that many people and I've had episodes about getting yourself together financially. And I think that that's probably the the best step that you can take rather than first looking at Zillow or it's great, you know, to have these resources, but to also be realistic with where you're at. And so regarding, let's just say you've gotten these steps through, like you you know your overall financial picture and that you have gotten pre-approved. Now, how do you look for a realtor that's right for you? What is the, like, maybe like three criteria that the listeners can look for in a realtor that's right for them? I think the right realtor is someone that makes you feel comfortable with whatever you're looking at. Of course, everyone's a little different. I'll give you an example. There could be one family that is very, uh, they don't want to be pushed to say, hey, you know, let's go look at this house. Let's go look at this house. You know, they're more easygoing. So they're going to look for more, maybe a realtor that's more, hey, work with your own pace and that type of thing. Then you might have another family who is very aggressive and says, hey, I want to see this. I want to see that now. I want to, you know, they're going to hook together or at least request to see, let's say, eight houses in in one day, you know, 10 houses in one day. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, people, that's, that's a have lot. people done it? Have, have you seen people do that? Uh, yeah, my close best friend, uh, she's also a realtor. She she just went through that with another client. They were very aggressive, very, very aggressive. And she's not that way. She's very easygoing in the whole bit. A few of the questions that he had were, what is the soil made of in the house? As far as like at the outside, because we like to plant. And uh, he hadn't even put his house on the market yet. He had to sell his house in order, to, which is called contingency to be contingent upon on the sale of his house by something else. So if your house isn't even on the market yet, by the time you get back to, if you do see a house, he's not ready to buy at that point. Like I said, there's different types of clients out there. Some are more challenging than others, but I like to see, think that I can adjust to different people. If you want to be easygoing, I can be easygoing. If you need a more aggressive attitude, I can, I can be more aggressive too. So it's like I'm kind of adjust to whatever the client needs. Yeah. And you having been in the industry for 25 years, I can tell you, you do have all those skills. Now, is it possible to, okay, I'm just going to think of a scenario, like you do choose a realtor and then you end up not being happy with them. Like, how do you navigate through that and looking for another one? You know, that's a great question. I have personally had that happen and well, we've all had it happen back and forth. So in other words, we've had clients who I have, I don't want to say taken because that's not, that's not, I don't take anybody's client. I never do that. They come to me and they'll say, hey, we're not happy with our realtor. He doesn't want to show us houses. He doesn't, because sometimes an out of the area realtor will not put the effort in to show houses from the Bay Area to over here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's real common where I, I just have my listing, which I'm closing up on here in Tracy. I get calls from the realtors from the Bay Area who live in, let's say, an hour away, or even in 30 minutes, they don't want to come over here. And sometimes it's because of the traffic situation. So they'll come over there and they'll say, hey, can you show our house to our clients for us? You're supposed to show your own clients the house. Yeah, right. But like I said, it's quite common that they try to try to do that, especially from the Bay Area. But I'm different. So I've done business in Carlsbad, down in the San Diego area, all the way up to Truckee. Bay Area, I, I travel. And in fact, I just saw, got, got done with one about a few months ago. For example, in Long Beach. I drove down there and I was showing houses to my clients, to my, my number one investor. 
And I don't feel any problem at all with traveling an hour, four hours, five hours to go show houses because I want to make sure my clients are happy. Oh, that's wonderful. And I really felt that with you. Really grateful for that. And so now I want to move on to like busting some myths with you about when it comes to renting versus buying. So the first one I want you to comment on is are renters really so-called wasting their money on renting versus buying a home? When people look at renting versus buying, the main thing that comes into, the main thing that should come to everyone's mind is, does it work for me? Do I want to keep putting my rent into something, even though the rents are going crazy right now? Okay, the rents are, this is the highest the rents have been, I don't know how long. It's just, and that's everywhere it's happening. In every small area, every large city, everything, the rents have just gone crazy because there's a shortage of inventory out there right now. A lot of people are geared towards buying a house because a lot of times the pros and cons are this. But yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm paying rent. I don't have to pay property tax, you know, and the owner does any of the repairs on the house, okay? When I ask them. The drawback on that is, okay, now I'm paying almost as much as I am or a full payment, if not more now, okay, to, for the house. And then at any point, the, the, the owner can say, hey, you know what? We're selling the house. You have to leave. And now I have nowhere else to go. Right. That's, right. that's the number one reason people are buying right now is because of they're at the mercy of someone else who owns that house right now. I think that's always been the biggest sticking point on that. You just have to decide, hey, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what it's a huge step. It is. And then the second one is how reliable generally are those apps, popular apps that we're looking at when looking at like Zillow or Redfin? And let me know if they are reliable and if they're not, what can they do instead of scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through these <laughs> through these apps. You know, a lot of people scroll through these apps. Okay. These are, these are almost considered like a third party websites. Okay. And what happens is Zillow, Redfin, they get the information straight from our realtor website. We are the ones that input everything. We're the ones that put it in the system. Once it hits our system, then it filters out to everyone else's system. Out there. Okay. And there's actually a spot on our listing when we put it in. It says, would you like to go put it out there for external sites? And once we mark that, then it hits everywhere else. Here's the problem with some of the third-party sites like Zillow's and the, and, and the Redfin's. If they don't get updated by their people because they see it, so they get inputted by their, their side of it, you might have an old listing or something that was not updated. And it could show a great deal on a house and then it's current, but it's not current. The best thing is always to use the, the realtor website and you can go directly in there into, you know, a MetroList, uh, a MetroList uh, website or a Bay East website, just to give an example of a few. By contacting a realtor, they can also just guide you to those websites. And that's the thing. And I guess I call this myth because like people seem to think that like, oh, that's all they need. You know, this is all I need to, you know, yeah. to begin my process. So I'm glad that you clarified that. And so the third thing is the whole American dream of purchasing a home. So I know this may be a loaded question, but should everyone strive to purchase a home? I feel like it's right for you, then yes. If that is your dream and you want to own a house, then yes. If you want, because here's the positives on owning a house. You're going to have tax breaks, automatic tax breaks with this house. It's yours. You can do whatever you want to do with it pretty much. You can, no one's ever going to say, hey, you have to leave your house. So that gives you stability. It gives you and also, of course, financial stability of, of having that place around, you know, with the tax incentives and everything else. Of course, I'm a realtor. I, I would probably say that all the time, but, <laughs> but there's a lot of positives to that. You know, a lot of, 
if it's right for you, then I, I would say, yeah. And you have to, it all depends on how you feel. And, you know, thank you so much for answering these questions, because there are so many ways that we can go at it, you know, with this topic, thinking about purchasing a home. I think for me, I just, you've answered these questions so nicely in a way that we can understand, because I think like within the realtor world, there is a whole nother lingo involved too, right? There's like all these terms to understand. And so I appreciate you going through the process. David, how can people get in touch with you? I know if they would like to uh, speak with you or if you're in David's area here in California, how can they best get in touch with you? I'm always available to talk to. You'll be surprised. I have clients, like I said, that contact me at one or two in the morning because they work the night shift. So, and I'll pick up the phone. I'm that type of guy. They can call me. My number is 209-914-4693. It's David Gonzalez from Livermore Valley Real Estate. If you feel comfortable emailing me also, that's fine too. Uh, Whatever you choose, if if you'd like my email. And I'll include that. Yeah, I'll include that in the notes. And so, you know, just a quick review, David. It's just been so good to, you know, to talk with you about this because sometimes we are in fear trying to gain more information. And I think that, you know, with you coming here and the show and clarifying some things and giving us some knowledge and some information to start with, even as we're maybe thinking about it, or we may have dismissed it at one point saying, ah, I don't know, you know, the home buying, it's like the, the prices are going crazy, but there's still that guidance that you you provided. So thank you for that. Thank you, Grace, for having me on your show today. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, real quick, if you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing And that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com, so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here, done it myself, but you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right, can't wait to talk to you. Bye.